Well, hello there, boys, girls, and in-betweeners. Welcome to yet another episode of the Punch Podcast. This is me, KP. How the hell are you? Great. Fantastic. Thank you for asking. Uh, yeah, it could be better. I'm not going to complain. I could. Couldn't we all? <laughs> You're telling me. My guest today is Sir Steve Scott. You might know him as Tasty Steve. He's the ruler of all things Tasty. And he's a gamer, a commentator, host of eSports events. And if you want to book him for business, well, he's got a Gmail that's available in his Twitter bio. But uh, I was delighted that Alex booked Steve on the show because I love, I mean, I love eSports and I love fighting games. But the reason I love fighting games specifically is not because I understand what's going on on the screen or because I'm actually good at them. No, no, no. I love it specifically because of the commentary the best shout casting in the business and tasty steve is up there my friends i did a deep dive on all of his content when i found out he was coming on the show and i, I mean i was just overjoyed and I, you'll hear me gush on the mic as well directly to steve uh, but what a great ambassador uh, for gaming in general and for the fighting scene specifically uh, the man has a, 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 i often say a passion and authenticity because um, those go hand in hand. Uh, true passion requires uh, authenticity or else it all falls apart. It's a snake eating its tail. It's a yin and a yang and a lemon meringue and a, oops, uh, drop the beat, bangerang. Steve's great. Don't let me get in the way of this shit. <laughs> uh, if you guys like what you're hearing, thank you for uh, subscribing on the iTunes or the Google Podcasts or wherever you get this ish. Uh, thank you for letting me know that you're out there. I appreciate all the feedback at Attack on Twitter or at Kevper on the Instagram. Uh, let me know you give an ish. And if you want to actually give some ish, you can go to patreon.com slash pointless pod. The link is in the show description. Patreon.com slash pointless pod. Every single dollar goes to a charity of the community's choosing. If history's our guide, it goes to like a poll of the choosing so it kind of narrows the focus and then it sort of becomes of a i guess a charity of my choosing but people do weigh in or at least they tend to like the post they put the heart on it i feel like that's kind of a tacit approval and the numbers haven't completely crashed over there so i i, I think it's working but the point is if you want to throw a couple dollars this way patreon.com slash pointless pod it all goes to charity if you want to use your social currency shout me out let me know you're out there because that always gives me warm tingly feelings at night and all hours if i'm being honest uh and you can let people know that this podcast exists i hope you all enjoy it because that's really the only thing that matters at the end of the day i get mine out of it now it's up to you so smile it's hard not to when tasty steve is at the mic get ready for shout out city here it is steve scott Tasty, Steve. Here's a good editing note. Start the podcast not there. Start it here. Okay. Do we need to go clean? Do we need to go back to graphic and then we'll do the... Uh... Yeah, let's go back to graphic back and to then graphic. hit him like with a good starting line. Oh. Just like a, of the show. Okay. Okay. Ready? Oh, we're pulling out the rugs. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to happen. And in Wait, five. Wait, uh, can we hold on a second? Yep. Uh, I said like, yeah, as if I knew... Steve, what that pulling out the you can go back to me, Alex. Okay, oh, no, I'm so, just no, no, no. You said like we're pulling out the rugs. I was like, fuck I, I, yeah, gotta get in because the the tonality with which you said we're pulling out the rugs made me feel like yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Oh, let's go. Because if we weren't planning, it, but what is what is pulling out the? Rugs? 
I'm an, I'm, I'm I mean, old. you just got to make old. everybody comfortable. I mean, I am too. You know, if I have rugs. So do you remove the, the rug so they can yeah, lay you, on the no, hardwood? Yeah, no, no. Or, you pull out the rug. Like, say you keep it under the bed because you don't yeah. want people to, like, mess it up. You pull it out. That way they <laughs> can take off their shoes. I, I actually wait, moved wait. back in real life. You, you store it? <laughs> like, that's how you know I'm used to it. Yeah. But wait, so this is the thing. You store the rugs under the bed yeah, so they man. stay minty fresh. Oh, the guests are coming. Pull, pull out, out the, the rugs. rugs. I'm telling you, take your shoes off at the door. Come get a whiff of this. Put your toes in it. Did you wash them? <laughs> get, get in there. I'm just saying, you, you got you to gotta make everybody comfortable. That's Dude, what we're here for. Did you go to Steve's party last night? Everybody was getting down on all fours. They were getting sniffs, deep sniffies of those rugs. <laughs> deep sniffies of that rug. I don't know if he's going full Febreze or if he's got his own... Barefoot dancing. <laughs> I want barefoot dancing when you come and hang okay. out at my house. We have nice cashmere, hopefully one day, not too soon. You know, rugs. People come, no stinky feet. Get on the rug. Have some fun. Cut that rug with said feet because you're barefooted everybody yeah. has fun yeah. you know <laughs> oh, sign me up alright let's go back to graphic Alex <laughs> get the fucking rugs out of storage get the nice rugs the cashmere rugs take yeah. off your shoes yep. and uh, do we need music again or are we oh that is good give me, give me just uh, give, go ahead and just use your, your mouth hole Alex give me some yep ladies and gentlemen boys and girls pull out the rugs and get ready for some kisses hugs and belly rubs because we got Tasty Steve up in this piece Hey, let's go. Hey, let me stop. Okay. Right. No, thank you. Thank you. Because we can't afford a live audience, so you have to be it's like okay. an army of one for yourself, Steve. Oh, that's actually part of my superpowers. I don't know if you know that. I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'm the... I'm you the bring guy. your own hype team? Yeah. Oh, like it's yeah. All... oh, yeah, man. I gotta, you leave it in there for later, I'm, but I'm a very excitable guy. Well, I'm, I was worried that your team might have left the building because I completely thrashed you in Street Fighter. Is that what happened? Alpha 3 plus Omega. Vita what did we do? What did we play? What we plus B12? <laughs> <laughs> we were playing Alpha 2, zero two. For the uh, for the you know the FGC people out there, yeah, and you know I was giving you the ropes, the ones and twos. I was actually giving him the business. It was a part where he was crying. I had to use my shirt to take yeah. off his face. I went full fetal position. <laughs> I still don't know my own name. <laughs> you, I did you with the Jason Bourne. You, you just, swacked me off the I? screen, and maybe in ten years someone's gonna say a code word like whisper rosebud or margarine into my ear, and it'll <laughs> activate me, and then I'm gonna know kung fu. It's cool. Look, that's what I do, man. You gotta go. I want everybody to be in the engaged in the world of fighting games. You said, like and that's, so let's get into that because you said F FGC, which yes. is fighting game community. Yes. I want to break this down for the, for the for the noobs out there like myself. I've got a wooden <laughs> sword. I'm killing bunnies. I'm trying to get 20 pelts to turn in a quest to an NPC. Not I know nothing thing. about your world, but what I do know, sir, is that you're one of the best in it. Oh. You're an amazing shoutcaster, phenomenal personality. You have a great community because when I said that you were coming on here, people coming out of the woodwork Love those guys. Shout out to, to just throw rose petals at your feet. They pulled out the <laughs> nicest rugs. They went to the bed, bath, and beyond section. They got the 4D rugs, the candles they pulled too. them out. Uh, and, and what I really like, Steve, is that it, within the three minutes of getting to know you while we were playing Street Fighter on a perfectly legal arcade mm -hmm. ROM mm -hmm. backup that I have of it, yeah. you, you were, it's like when a husky plays with a, <laughs> with a cavachon. I was, a, <laughs> I was a, a basic bitch hybrid puppy and you were gently pawing at me, letting me know, hey, you can press this button Look. to block, but I could fucking maul you like an hors d'oeuvre. I could one one snap you. And I really appreciated that because that's like that's a, a wonderful kindness exactly. that you afforded me. Well, look, first off, you didn't do that bad. And I'm gonna tell you right now, there's still tears to it. There's a reason like that you had a basic understanding of what was happening. Yeah. You were definitely like in the middle of like whenever I've met anybody else. So it's okay. You're right there. I, I mean it's I was down forward button one, down forward see, button see? two, you were back, there. Down back button three, and then uh, I left off the screen. Trust me, you were good. I, I'm I'm proud. I, I want you That's to. That's kind of you to say. I appreciate that. But I like that you were you were kind enough because a lot of people when they have a, an expertise at something, I, actually I would say most people that have an expertise at something they exhibit the qualities 
that you just did. They're, mm. they're kind, they're gracious, they know they could destroy, <laughs> but they 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 they, they, they cordon off that power. It's right before that point when someone's like, oh, you wanna you wanna learn that thing that I'm really good at? Here, let me wipe you into oblivion. <laughs> And yeah, make you scrub. regret waking up today. You so gotta scrub it. Yeah. Because there's, especially in the, in, if I may, the fighting game community, are they, are they kind to noobs? Or is it about, you know, completely popping off and destroying someone and showing them that they, they, have, they have the ultimate power, they have the skills? I don't think that that's the case. I don't, it's, 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 I know that's the case. Let's make blanket statements. Let's right. make them. So I'll tell you right now, no, that is not the case. Um, it's kind of like any, when you go to the park and you play basketball with your mm -hmm. friends, you play a pickup game, you play football, you play soccer. These are things that normal human beings do. Exactly. Okay. People who, you know, you would think that play video games wouldn't understand, but here we are. Like, it's no different. You go there and it's like, you get those people who have their own, very own ego attached to it and they get really into it. But I can tell you right now that I've been doing this since I was 16 years old and there's never been any animosity that I've seen personally towards me, no matter how much I've gotten to the heights. And I've been jump out of my seat, run around the arena. Oh my God, take your shirt off. Wave it above your head like a helicopter. That's the, the kind of energy you I get. You full Pablo? Yo, I had to, man. <laughs> North Carolina, St. Louis, everybody. St. Louis. Shout out to St. Louis because that's where I'm from. But yes, it was one of those things where you you take that into yourself. You go to a, a, a community event. I tell people all the time, they're like, look, man, I really like competitive fighting games. Like, what do I do? What do I look at? Yeah. Who do I talk to? Who do I tweet? You know, who's mom? And I'm like, look, man, all you got to do, there, I guarantee you, no matter where you are in this world, no matter where you are in this world, there is somebody playing a fighting game competitively. I'm telling you right now. And part of my job is to go places, meet these people. And the minute I'm like, hey, tell me the next time you do this, because I guarantee you when I come to these places, people ask me, I need to know that. And I feel like there's no way that these people that I'm talking to are in the same frame of mind to do anything other than to invite people, have someone right. to play with, have that camaraderie, um, build healthy, healthy competition. Like it's, it's really fun. So yeah, it's like, it's all love in the fighting game community. I wouldn't be there if it wasn't. I so then take it. me back to that. You, St. Louis, 16 yeah. years old. That's uh, when you <laughs> really got into it? So when... I, I first started traveling when I was like 16, um, and I am 34 right now. So it's like, I've always been a part of video games. I started playing video games when I was five or six, mm -hmm. started with Nintendo. I'm very much just a gamer more than anything. Sure. I can tell you right that, that right now. But when it comes to, like, if somebody was like, hey, Steve, it's time to clock in and go to work. Fighting game community is like the NFL. You have nothing but friendly rivalries or the NBA or, I mean, even the PGA Tour. I mean, you can apply it to anything. MLB, sure. it's just a part of that. It's a healthy camaraderie. But the thing is about it, it's a, it's a team where you are in control. You don't necessarily have to consider anything That's outside of your own. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's you don't want that blame. I like you know? a co-op game because I can always be like, oh, he totally fucked me in See? Clash Royale. He misplayed that card or whatever, whatever the game is. Even Pagel, I want to pass the controller off to my girlfriend so I can blame her for not getting the fever score. I have the same. But that's what, you know, I, I'm so impressed by, you know, any esports team. Oh, the AD carry fell through. Or the, oh, they, they, they didn't ult at the right moment if you're watching some Overwatch. Right. But with fighting games, it's, it's all on you. It's entirely on you. There's no one to blame and that's why I'm so afraid to play them. Don't don't uh, look, I tell people all the time, right? It's it's seriously one of those things where it's like if you say, "Hey man, I want to play a fighting game." Like there's always going to be a switch to say, "Nah, man, I didn't like the way wait 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 before I go further. Is this PG-13? Should I keep it PG-13? We got S's, we got F's. What do we what can we do here?" Oh, I was like there should be no more 13-year-olds in the studio. Was, <laughs> that was that was a long time ago. <laughs> I paid my dues. Well, I was only saying It was that. a misunderstanding. Also, what is the S word? The S word, shoes, man. Oh my god. Shoes. Yeah. See, oh man, I just dropped it. No, I mean just, you know, can I yeah, absolutely. Weapons, okay. weapons free. It's up okay. to you. It's, you're only going to damage your brand. Okay. My brand can't all get right. any worse. Okay, all right. Check well, Polygon. <laughs> but uh, back, 
Sorry. That's true. true. Oh, polygon. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no. Um, well, what was your question? I definitely just forgot everything. That's, well, we, we're talking about how it's all on you, and that makes me deathly afraid to play games. And I think you're going to tell me, don't be afraid. Yeah, don't. Go ahead and do it. it. I know that's what they tell everybody. But that's right? not going to, it's not going to, I've got my insecurities, and they're glaring. Okay, so look, so look, this is, this is all there is. When we were in there playing, yeah. he's saying this to you guys now, but I, you feel, there's nobody, there's nobody in the world that plays fighting games, they only go limp, right? They're like, uh, whatever. Whatever. I, I walked away when you used your ultra meter. Th- I physically true. walked away from <laughs> the arcade. True. But if you ever see somebody play a fighting game and you look at their forearm, if you oh, ever yeah. see the the tense, yeah. that's trying. Yeah. I was and that trying. lets me see. See, look at you. you see, no one wants to admit it, right? Yeah. That's that's what happens. You don't yeah. want to admit it, but I can tell by body posture alone. The way you stood at that cabinet, yeah. there is a fighter in you, a ravenous well, dog I of think fighting games. More people need to put their foot up on the control <laughs> panel and establish dominance. And that's, that's, that's what true. I do. That's you true. gotta straddle the joypad. Is that what they you call it? Straddle. The jo- <laughs> you gotta, gotta straddle. Flick the cherry switch there with you your go. with your fingers That's or a your bunch tongue. Of those, right? Establish dominance. The tongue part. I mean, I've seen people. Hey, shout out to Broly Legs. He does. He, that's a real person. He definitely plays with his face. Okay, well, no, I'm, and he licks his. With I don't his know what tongue. the opposite of a shout out is, but no, I'm sorry, Broly Legs. That's my one. Like uh, another thing, you talk about the community. Yeah. Broly Legs is uh, he's he's a special needs person uh, when it comes to where he does not have. I think he's paraplegic. Oh, well then, a thousand shout-outs him. I thought he was using that to establish dominance. No, no, I thought that no, was a no, move no, no, that he was doing on someone else's controller. I feel like, does he stream on Twitch? Uh, his, that's his Twitter name. Okay. So if you look up Brawly Legs, uh, I can tell you right now. Oh, see, remember I said, you said with your tongue? Yeah. Bam, with Holy your tongue. Holy shit. And, and I tell you right now, that man will beat the shit out of me at any one of the games he's playing. I'm telling, with his fa- with his tongue, with his tongue. That man is amazing. But yeah, that's what I mean about the community. Look at this. We when he comes to I'm events, like I'm literally trying to wrap my head around how he's even character selecting because I don't know that I could have we we did as a gag, we were trying to use tongues on a <laughs> controller here and I couldn't do basic So that's why I say in a game. There's that's no reason. There is no reason. If he can do that. All right. I uh-huh. sit, I sit corrected, Broly uh-huh. Legs. Uh-huh. Shout outs to my boy Broly Legs. You know what it is. Well played. Holy hell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. He's th- okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. I want to go back though. <laughs> Because I want, because you you said that the, the scene is nothing but love. You know that, that you haven't seen anything super negative. I'm sure that there there are flare ups here and there, just as there are when, people. When there's tensions on the line, there's people involved and money and travel True. and fame, etc. And brands, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sponsorships, but, teams. But when you were first introduced, I mean, obviously you were playing Nintendo, as you said. But when you yes. first got brought in, what was the what was was there a specific moment that was that transcendent thing where oh, you were wow. accepted into a room or a community or into so a, a system? I, I'm going to take you back, please. Sixteen year old Steve, St. Louis, Missouri. Shout outs to STL Tech and y'all already know what it is. AJ, Brad, Slips, Headman, all those guys. DJ, Squee, did you have beers with Squee as well? All of them. All Jody, of, all of y'all. All the Kavanaugh crew. Rick the Ruler. Anyways, all those guys, right? One of my friends, his name is Aaron Harris. Me and my friend, um, his name is Robin Graves. We went to an event after one of my friends, Tim Casey, we met at a mall because we didn't have a car. I mean, we were coming from a very long way. We lived in the city and I was 16 and I couldn't drive. Either way, he was like, hey, you guys, you want to go to a tournament after I had been talking to a few guys on the internet. These are grown men, by the way, 16-year-old Steve talking to grown men on the internet about video games. And I go and meet up Look, with them. they swipe right, you swipe right. Something's right, going to happen. You know I'm, I'm sorry see. for lying to my mom because I definitely did to go hang out with these people. What did you tell her you were doing? I was like, I am still at a friend's house that's a lot closer than they actually are. Now, was this the most problematic you were as a 16-year-old Steve? 
Or were you a pretty good kid? I was a pretty good kid. Yeah. I have everybody has their flares there. Of course, of course. <laughs> the yeah. puff out days, you know, I'm the big man on camp. And I was the oldest, so you know what I'm saying? I had to have even and I'm the shortest. I'm the oldest, but I'm the shortest. <laughs> but I have to carry myself a certain way to, yeah. you know, assert that physical dominance. And plus, you have to get in so much trouble that you ruin it for all of your siblings. Exactly. Right? Exactly. They have to be afraid that they're gonna do the exactly. same thing that you did. So all right, so this isn't on the scale of dumb shit to do when 16. No, no, Lying no, no. about this being at a friend's easy. house isn't that bad, especially because in the perfect case scenario, you were going to a land party. Yeah, basically. But the thing is, this is long before the time of land parties. We went to people's houses. We went to. Uh, I, I remember. I want, shout out to this guy, uh, Chris uh, Bristow. His name's Hatman. He's a legendary Tekken player, Tekken tag player. He just got back into it, and they invited me to this hookup. I'm telling you, everybody that was at least like eight, five to eight years older than me. And but what ended up happening was. I was playing this game with the local community because I loved it called Guilty Gear. And I was like, yeah, I could beat all oh, these yeah. guys. It's yeah. not hard. I love Guilty Gear. I love Daisuke. Like, I'm a freak for that stuff. That's where my super geeky Steve, you know, radiates from. But uh, I meet this guy. He takes us to an event. And I see this dude, Aaron Harris, right? This is when I knew. You got your best friend rival, which was Robin Graves. And his that dude is godlike. He's like a computer when it comes to breaking down games. One of my best friends in the world. Uh, we meet this guy, Aaron, and I, I'm thinking because I beat up my friend Rob a little bit. I'm like, I'm the best player in the world. And I meet this guy and I'm like all cocky and shit. I walk up to him and he's like, you know, like this, you know, just this sturdy, like older white guy. Not older. He's about the same age. but And I'm like, hey, you play, uh, you play Guilty Gear? And he's like, uh, yeah, I, I do play Guilty Gear. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm going to kick your ass. Boom. And I'm like, me and Rob are like high five. Anime and bump and power chest. lines behind right? you. We like you bump and chest and shit. Yeah. We're like, yeah, we're going to beat him up, you know? And like, we te we drive 30 minutes. My mom does not know this. We drive 30 minutes outside the city with people she's met maybe once. Grow men. Tim Casey takes me to this place. And so we meet up and then we drive to Columbia. We go, go to this arcade, Gunther's, a small arcade because they don't. There's no more arcades in the Midwest that I can call home. Shout outs to the people that I met at the tilt. And uh, what ends up happening is I see this guy and I tell him I'm going to beat him. We yeah. drive to another arcade 30 minutes away. I meet Super Effects, uh, Paul, I wait, meet Monique. Wait, uh, uh, hold on. I'm Let sorry. Me I'm getting long no, no, it's I okay. no, that's don't No, no, no <laughs> apology necessary. I'm in it. I'm just, you, you, you throw down the gauntlet. You do the challenge. There's chest bumping. Then you drove to another arcade. Yes, because. Because they didn't have that game there. Yes, they didn't have a, like, they actually bought games from Japan in this smaller arcade. Amazing. Just to have access to it. So okay. they had the most updated version. We went to an arcade and I met all these people. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm going to destroy these people. <laughs> that when I told. You've had a 30 minute commute now to yes, think about just yeah. how much you're going to. Oh, Destroy yeah. This oh guy. yeah. And 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 he when I told him this, he kind of hit me with that. <laughs> like that's what he did. <laughs> I, he when I tell you, like he hit me. Like at first he was like kind of tense, but when I said that to him, it like activated him. He's like, oh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to fuck him up. Like this the little yeah. dude. I'm like, you really think you were the good. Pomeranian? Uh -huh. He was the Great Dane. And he, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> like it was like it got kind of high pitch. Like, <laughs> you know. So we get there, right? And I go to play in the tournament, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you what happened. Right? <laughs> Wait, and I just want to point out that that is, I, I think that maybe that's that's uh, youthful perspective because at 16 you might think someone doing that, you're like, oh, that's an interesting reaction and an odd reaction, or okay. I'll show you. But now, like, with age, if I hit someone with, I'm going to fucking destroy you, I'm going to crush you, and they hit me back with, <laughs> right? Like, oh, shit, I fucked up. I did, really, is this a trap? Was I that, really should have done my homework. Card? Yeah, yeah. So it, they actually laugh at me. I'm so, I'm laughably bad. That's how bad I am. I'm not joking. I'm not So you go from being the best in your peer group, right? Yep. Like, I can crush anybody at my local yep. blockbuster to... 
you're phys- they're, they're actually laughing and pointing oh, yeah. to this oh, schoolyard yeah. bullying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not bullying. It wasn't bullying. Well, I mean, was, you set yourself you, up for it. Exactly. Yeah, it was like, ah, oh, look how dumb he is. He thought he was good, you scrub. Like, that's what happened. And, like, but I got beat up so bad. And Rob, my friend Rob will tell you this. Robin Gary's con- contestants. I was so upset. I went outside and I said, this will never happen again. This is your origin story. That, this is my damn it. This, ra- is, this it. is my origin story. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, let that's go. This will never happen again. And, and before, and then an Arby's cup goes uh, by on the I ground. Like, and you're like, let's get some food. And, right? And, uh, that's, I was like, yo, it's a, it's like a Chinese food spy right across. <laughs> like, and that's that gave me chances to think. But I was legit like outside, like, oh, you son of a bitch! And like, it was like Dragon Ball, like, oh, I, like I was going. That was like my transfer. My, my key was unlocked right yeah. there. And. That must have been a revelation in that moment to go, okay, I am the best and I know it, to going, oh, wow, there's a, there's a whole nother level to this yeah, that rabbit I couldn't hole. have conceived of. I flipped. Of. I turned into Alice, and <laughs> I was like, oh, is that a banana peel, Mario Kart? And I was done. That was it. Like, that was the beginning. If ever, anybody wanted to know when you're listening, bam, there it is. That's it. So Shout now, out to every, every person that I met that day are my best friends to this, this day. I love and that. And one of the only reasons that I'm having a conversation with you. So I want everybody to know that I've ever met, that like I love them. And y'all know who y'all are, so you know. Love that. There's actually three people that you're not referring to that are all like, hey, that's hey, right? It's like, no, it's I know that you. guy. Like, it's I'm not, not talking you. about you. And you know who that yeah. is. But yeah. I love you regardless. It's just, you know, <laughs> you had no part of yeah. this origin story look you're welcome by but the rugs they're staying up oh yeah i'll probably not even let you in i'm gonna just be honest so now how do you go okay 16 year old you yeah you get humbled you're in that parking lot this is never gonna happen again do you go visit a zen master up in the like you have your pie moment where you're carrying (laughs) buckets of water for a guilty gear master like how do you but how do you train pre-internet pre this pre that and that's like the thing right i'm glad you said that because like now it's a lot easier to get that level because information like transferring that information is instant and those are very tangible skills to transfer via video once you understand something if you look at somebody i'll watch a youtube tutorial i'll watch it at quarter speed and i see oh i down forward this and blah 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 and here's how i keep my combo now i know it I just got to practice yeah, it. exactly. It, you didn't have that. Yeah, exactly. You didn't. It, it was literally like all hands on and maybe somebody telling you. So me and my friend Rob, we just doubled back. We like, look, I don't know what the fuck we got to do, but that can't happen anymore. So like that. <laughs> it even shook Rob. Like, you no, know, he was like, <laughs> man, they, he like destroyed you. I was like, I thought he was joking. He was just a fat white dude. I don't know what happened, Steve. Like I could, like my dad, I, if my dad <laughs> saw that, he would have been ashamed. He was like, get out of my house. Yeah. Like that's how bad it was, right? But what I did was they had, this is a monthly tournament. I came back, right? So I went home and I legit did everything. I legit like ingested a game. I would, my mom would be like, yo, Steve, stop playing the damn game and clean up your room. And what I would do is I would turn the, the game on maniac mode, which is the hardest level of difficulty. Mm-hmm. And I would make them fight each other with the characters. And while I was cleaning, I was like, okay, I can do what? Oh, that's kind of sick. I didn't know that. <laughs> and like, so I started like, that's what I had to do. Like, so I, I broke this down. Meanwhile, I, you only swept four right? square feet exactly. of your floor it was going just, back uh, it and was just, forth. Uh, the dust was everywhere else except for like this little four by <laughs> Four. Carpets burnt out. Right. You're now down through the baseboards. Right. Like, what are you doing? Just put your socks away. This is OCD. So that- <laughs> I love that. So you were letting look. I'll let the AI smash the AI and figure out exactly what the combos can yeah. be, and we'll see what these characters can do. Yes, yes, yes. And my friend Rob, he definitely helped me out because he turned like that made him like that awake. He oh, like we did. It was like we were just staring at each other. Like, oh, Uh, like it just kept going up and like like shout out to that dude and my friend like Greg they had like access to games that I didn't have and like I went back the next month right I went back the next month and I think I got like third or second 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like that was big. Did, was there a rematch between you? It and was him like I had like, to play like a few people, right? Because okay. it's like the tournament is only like twelve. Like don't get me wrong, it's not like a fifty man tournament. It was like twelve of like my friends who were like really good. So it's like these, these are my these are my peers. These are the guys that I'm looking up to. Like, all right, let's look at this. And I'm playing like multiple games, but like Guilty Gear, that's my game, right? So it happens, and they're like, "Yo, man, what what the what the hell happened? Like, what?" I'm like, they were like, "Came to me, like, yo, what, what did you do?" I was like, "It's working." <laughs> Yeah, like it's like you know when like Thanos got one of the uh, uh, like that's what happened, right? So it's like, and it, it just kept building from there. Like I didn't have an arcade stick because everybody played on arcade. I was like, there were so many things that had to happen before I got like you needed the training montage, which you had. Roxy, shout outs to Rocky Hearts yeah. on Fire. Hearts on Fire. I was just but I was, flagged on YouTube. They're in our monetization. Dang, Damn okay. it, we're not gonna get our twelve fifty. Sorry. Um, I love that because in every cliche training montage, there is like, oh, okay, you want to intern, you want to work with a master. You do have to do the scrub work, oh, literally yeah, and figuratively. You the but I like that you had it on insane and you're cleaning up and getting it going. But now, Guilty Gear lasts for how long until there's either the next version or the next game? So, like, at that time. Because those skills, basic combos and, and twitch reflexes, that I, I'm explaining to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, will, that will transfer, obviously, yeah. but it's a, a whole different game, literally, when you move on. Yeah, it's, it's, a, when you, it's, it's no different than, like, games that get patched, right? And they just adjusted to, like, the, the, the adjustment patch update thing is due to fighting games, especially mm -hmm. in the world of, like, the internet. That's how it works. Yeah. But, like, back in the day, it was the same, but it was like we didn't have access to them. So we had the watch. We had the, like, you have to know the ins and outs. And it kind of helped me in my commentary. Like, I never thought about it till I just like vocalized it but like mm -hmm. that's part of the reason like I, I feel like I am pretty decent at like commentary because like I know that like a lot of information that I take is was done originally from just looking at something and understanding the system enough to translate that over to the next version of the game or a different game like going from Street Fighter like if you pivot you know parallel like I'm gonna play some Tekken now or I wanna play Street Fighter now mm -hmm. or I wanna play you know whatever game dead or alive or whatever game you wanna play like all those things start from a very fundamental base and I was able to translate transition and, and apply across all fields. Now, is there a real competitive beach volleyball scene? Because you mentioned Dead or Alive. <laughs> yes, there's people who have tournaments for Dead or Alive Extreme Beach, beach Volleyball, and I, I would gladly commentate Wait, those. do they do that, like, at Evo? Or no, is it back, no at, the, no, it's back at Behind the Treasure Island that's on you some and your guy's boys CRT playing. in his van? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that, that's you and your boys playing at home. That's you like, yo, man, you want to you wanna play dollar uh, beach volleyball? Yeah, let's do that. Like, I, I mean, would but, love, I would love, not only do I want to see that, but I really want you to shout cast. I would, that. hey, look, I would be down. Give me my boy Say Jam and I'm down. Me and Say Jam <laughs> will commentate anything and I guarantee you'd love it. So you fell in love with a scene right away and I like that it came from a, a point of inspiration. Like, I, I will be better at this. This will never happen again. Yeah. You fell in love with that game and that scene. Um, obviously that grew over the years. Yeah. Um, what, what was the next turning point either for you as a, as a, a fighting game player or when you decided I'm going to make a career out of this and try to do commentary? Like, were they one and the same? Yeah, it was like, well, the thing what happened was like, when I said these hookups that we used to go to, right? Mm -hmm. So it got to the point where everybody's on YouTube and like people are posting their own videos and stuff, right? So you're like, oh, well now we can see these videos. But obviously we got to the point where we're like camera phoning it now. This is, so it's like, I would go to my friend's houses, shout out to like PJ and AJ and all of them. Like they know what it is. We've gotten people kicked out of their houses because we would play games and we would get so loud yeah. that like while recording, like you could hear me talking. You can hear everybody. You can hear the, the noise. These old videos are out there, by the way. Um, but what ends up happening is, is like those videos stay, right? And that kind of like molded me to be able to like, you know, tell friends about it, talk to you about it, mm -hmm. talk to other people about it. And when I moved out to California, which was, I've been out here seven, eight years now. 
I uh, I went to Super Arcade a lot. And Super Arcade was like the holy ground, right? Yeah. And this is after like I've been exposed to like Evo DVDs with like Daigo and watching Justin Wong and, and traveling to these events as I was 16 years old and looking at these people, like being like idolizing these people, being like, I want to play uh, neutral game footsies like Ricky Ortiz. I want to be as dominant as Justin Wong. I want to be as godlike as at every game like Daigo is. There are people that you look at these fixtures like the Michael Jordans, the you know the Carl Malones, the Hakeem Olajuwon's, like all those people. And you can apply that to any field that uh, that are, exist that are real life. You know, gods. They have the title gods in some aspects in the fighting game community. Easy targets for you to go at and say, I want to be that good. I want to be this good. Mm -hmm. Like those people exist. And when I came to Super Arcade, that's where Alex Valle is one of the most godlike he's a historic american street fighter player and he lives in california and like I, my knees buckled when i saw that i'm like oh my god oh it was like when i met kojima like i i, I saw kojima at like comic-con and i almost dropped my phone but i saw alex valle and i was like that's fucking alex valle <laughs> that dude is a guy and then i walked by, I walked was, by he, the was he working there was he hooking he up was, the soda stream he what was, was hosting a tournament for street fighter 4 and like and at Super Arcade and like I'm looking at Alex Valle I'm like dude that's Alex Valle and I like this dude was like yo hey guy and I turn around and it's like this dude Watson which is another legendary Street Fighter player I'm like oh my god that's Watson he does it this, this is Watson like I'm like I'm internalizing all of this but I'm like yo that's Watson and he's like what's up man what you need and I'm like yo is that like Alex Valle he's like yeah that's Alex and I'm like you like Watson he's like yeah that's me and I'm like like it's all like coming to a head. And at this point, are they putting you in a box of kitty litter right, and pouring orange it, crust right? on you? Because you sound, it's <laughs> a little groupy. That's it. It's a little, which is fine. But that, I'm internalizing it. Yeah. That's oh, not okay. like, I'm not like on his back, like, oh my God, you're Alex. Because like, in my head, you were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's the inner key. You were full man sport sweating on the back of his neck. Yeah, right. Is that him? Is that him? Can I say hello? I'm so I don't know why I'm oh, so yeah. itchy right now. You know, uh, Wait, so so why why the move to LA? Let me because I so feel like that might be important here. I had a job. Well, I had a job uh -huh. that I thought I had lined up that did not work. Gaming related? No, it wasn't. I had just graduated college, so okay. I was like, had congratulations on that. What job. were you going for? Uh, college multimedia for? game design. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It took me a while to get there, but sure. I did it. Uh, but uh, what did you want to make? Uh, I wanted to make an adventure game. I still have these crazy like story designs and all this other stuff like that. Like I know that I would love to do. I have like these rekindling of like old Sonic games and new Sonic games, like all mashed in my head. So if anybody wants to peek at those ideas, let me know. But that's like how, how I don't want to ask too many questions because it's your IP and everything. But I, I'm really curious. It's, is this something that you worked on while you were in college for game design, it's, like it's, here and there? You know, a little jot down, no stuff. Sure. You know how people do sketches and stuff yeah. like that. I'll say that if I ever made a game, like a Sonic game, I would do this instead of this. Okay. Stuff like that. Everybody does. You put tits on them. Yeah, there you go. I get it. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Alex's sketches. He's yeah. seen my sketches. Yeah. If you need a lead art designer, I got I got boobs everywhere. Yeah. Think of a place. They're there. Is that <laughs> Yeah, he's, it's really amazing what he that can do. That piece of bread with boobs? I mean, I figured they're so soft <laughs> that I would, you know, they're squished. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> so wait, so so college for X amount of years yeah, yeah. for game design. Yeah. Are you learning the ins and outs of all things basic, game design like, there? Like learning? Design, I've worked in like the Unreal Engine, learning like basic programming, stuff like that. That's what I went to school for. So it's like, uh, that's I got a database entry job afterwards. I came out here, that job didn't work out. Uh, thanks to one of my best friends in the world, his name's Suk and his name's Mike Q. I almost had to leave California, even though my friends, Paul and Monique, were helping me. He found me a job at an arcade called Round One, and that's how I got to stay in California. I had to bust my ass. I was catching a bus for four hours a day to get back and forth of work. It was crazy. What? Yeah. Two-hour commute each way. 
it was like three and then an hour because there was no traffic. To traffic. Yeah, it was oh one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so, okay, so you move out for the job. You think everything, okay, this is the beginning of the game designing career and yeah. I'm going to be on that ladder. So, that falls through. How close were you to calling mom and dad or whatever the situation is? I had enough money to save to catch a flight back. And I had already, yeah. So it's like, that was it, right? And I was legit like maybe like three or four days. Like, all right, I got to get my shit. I got to dip. And like, he told me to call him at any time. And I legit called him at like 2 a.m. I texted him. He was like, come in and... It was crazy. Like we, he told me to come in like the eve of my first ever Evo, and like I thought I wasn't gonna be able to go to Evo because it worked out that I talked to this dude Shane, and he turned out to be like a really cool guy. He calls me the weekend of Evo where I'm supposed to be going and says, "Hey, uh, we you got the job?" He's like, "I'm like, yeah." He's like, "But you gotta come in." And I'm like, oh, crap. Well, if I can't go to Evo, he calls me back. He's like, yeah, you want to do that Evo thing, right? I'm like, yeah. He was like, yeah, just come in that Monday. And I'm like, I can't believe that just worked. That is going to be, yeah, that's that's a good arrangement to have yeah, when someone yeah. says, go ahead and hit that Evo thing. So, but so yeah, that was your first Evo. That was my first Evo. Another transcendent moment? Uh, yeah. It was like, it's whenever people say like those things, they like bucket list things. Yeah. For me, my reality, those are bucket list things that was happening. Well, you me. were watching DVDs of, yeah. the, of the gods yeah. of your industry playing there, and now you're there. Exactly. Now, and I, in an unofficial capacity, just uh, as a fan? As a, in an unofficial kind of official capacity, because that's when I actually started doing like a commentary and like mic work. Because when I started going to Super Arcade, that's when my commentary actually started. Like I started doing Street Fighter commentary one night and like... Just the tournaments or random games that were happening? It was there? like the tournaments. We did like okay. Tekken on one night. We did like Tekken on Fridays and then we did like Street Fighter on Wednesdays, which is the biggest tournament on the West Coast, the weekly tournament on the West Coast. This is like, I'm feeling like this is the holy ground of me. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, excuse me. I was in, uh, I was actually in Super Arcade watching all these players that I watched for years. I'm meeting people that I never thought I would meet. I meet Mike Ross, like an idol to me, a good friend to me. I meet like Gutex. I meet like Mark Man. And these people are my friends now. And I only watch them sitting in my dad's attic. And now I get, I'm bumping elbows. I'm talking to Justin Wong. Like we're high-fiving with friends and, and all these other players. And like it's, sur it's surreal even now to me. Yeah. But kind of went from there. I did I did commentary there and it kind of just built to where it is now, you know. Shout out to my boy Say Jam, my the other half of my jam, my Tasty Jam, that's our little combo thing, you know. <laughs> All right. Is wait, is he Tasty or you're I'm Tasty. You're, yeah, okay, he's but he's jam. he's the jam. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Um now <laughs> we're, we're when when these arcade tournaments are happening at, at Super Arcade, was it the experience of filming televisions and calling the action there? Was it like supernatural for you to just start calling these matches yeah because like at first like i said it kind of built up i started with my friends right and i'm literally like videos of from his phone of us just like talking shit to each other like obviously like harmless you know yeah and it i went to kit kumite in tennessee because i traveled to this event once again my mom didn't know that i was in tennessee with my friends but like that's where we were but that was with good people so if you hear this mom you already know they you know most of them now so anyways <laughs> but yeah like and they had a, a where they recorded it and that was one of my first times actually being recorded on a major level doing that. So shout outs to uh, my boy Ian uh, Vandy Davis who runs that event. It's still going on right now. And that was the first time being recorded. And these are people that I know still to this day that played like Anakin was playing, uh, Little Majin was playing. And these are all the best players in the country right now, some in the world for Tekken. I've known them since I was like 15, 16 years old because of all the travel. And now like I'm commentating and it kind of like worked full circle because now I get to see them all the time when I travel and commentate. So it's like a blessing. Like it came from like, I felt like a Pokemon, like solar beam. I, that's, I know what solar beam feels like. That's what I'm doing right <laughs> now. So now, is, is the primary business now traveling and shoutcasting events? Yes. What is your, uh, what's my, your my, world? My, my nine to five is video games, talking about playing, going to other countries. I just got back from Colombia. I'm about to go to 
Uh, I've been to Australia this year. I've been seeing the world, part of like where, where the beads come from. Uh, I travel a lot, and that's what I do for a living. What's, so what, explain the beads. Is that so, just to give yourself a hard time through TSA? I mean, I mean, <laughs> honestly enough, they don't stop me. Like, I mean, I got the TSA pre-check, and they just let me rock. They're like, oh, man, oh, nice you're beads. Good. Yeah, exactly. You know? So is it every region, every tournament, so, every something? So How does like, that work? I call myself, like, Buddhist, right? I call uh-huh. myself Buddhist. You know, I read a lot. So it's like, this is, like, part of my little Zen factor, right? But the thing is, I go a lot of places. So, like, uh, one of the best play- Tekken players in the world from Korea, I was in Korea last year, he gave me this one as a gift. This one is from West Africa. Shout outs to Dr. African. This is from the Philippines. My girlfriend got me this one from Tibet. This one's from Africa. This one's from Hawaii. Shout outs to Monique. Tommy Williams gave me this one. Uh, my friend Katrina gave me this one. Uh, I mean, I love the sentiment behind it. I love that it's a constant reminder of your travels. I just worry that as your passport gets <laughs> stamped, like stamps, you're going to have an Akira arm. You gotta know, it's going to be fully weighted Akira! down. <laughs> like, and that's the joke, right? Everybody thinks it's like, Steve, when are you going to stop? I'm like, I guess when it stops looking cool, I guess. You got two arms and then you got, then you got, got some arms. ankle that's bracelets going thinking. and some See? necklaces. No, no, no. This, this can't stop. And won't stop. I got plenty of appendages, bro. I got fingers. <laughs> I can put rings on the fingers. Well, you can't it let it get in the way of the fighting, though. That, no, obviously, obviously. Now, you were you were instructing me, because I, I just came back from Japan, and I noticed uh, in the arcades there, uh, you were talking about American controls. Yeah. Because I got real loose joysticks. Mm-hmm. Real loose. <laughs> real loose. Yeah. Mm. Real Smack loose Smack that bad boy reason. on the top and get you really far. It, in it, it, they, they wobble quite a bit. <laughs> but you said, like, there's some players prefer that, because they can go to town on those machines. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, I was in some of these uh, arcades in Japan. They, were, they had a little claw grip underneath the ball. And it was just yes. delicate. Little, oh yeah, uh, thing like that. I've seen guys. Play. And you said it was what was the grip? It was a uh, uh, wine glass. The wine glass. Yeah. I love it. Full Pinot. Right under the, the goblet. Like there's there's a lot. Like there's like there's ways to do it. And like you say, yeah, you're right. There there are certain players. Like one of the players that I like I looked up to, and now is one of my good friends. I, I was like playing, watching this guy play, and he actually wears a glove to play. And that's because he mashes like so like crazy. Oh, he doesn't want his skin cut up on yeah, the buttons. Because like that's yeah. what happens. I've seen people in arcades where you like, and it's like, yeah, man, I was bleeding from like mashing. And I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, just let me clean this cabinet off. Who's next? And then if we tell it like it's like a badge of honor. So like, yo, did you hear? Like my boy Greg, he cut up his hands like yeah. playing Marvel. Guys, Greg busted a callus. <laughs> yeah, sick. Woo! Guys, get him, get him some funyuns right now. Right? He's gonna need them. <laughs> to be fair, that is like the third most gross thing that is probably on those machines oh, yeah. in an arcade. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. They so, gotta yeah. phase the black lights out of the arcades. That's one thing that can happen. It gets, in it gets weird. It gets weird. Um, so now, is there a point where the mashing actually helps? Are there moves oh, yeah. in the game like, where that will amplify games, your damage or multiply or something? Yeah. That's really basically it gets you more hits. Like in Marvel 2, like there's like you like playing with like Cyclops, and he's like optic blast and it's like half the screen so like let's just like if you mash more buttons you get more hits and repetition so if you like let's just say you do do doop it's like do doop done but if you go do do doop it's like do do doop if you go do 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 it's like like do 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 yeah exactly it's like a song you want to meet that dad exactly so so there is a method to that i thought that was just like a form of like intimidation or showing off or trying to establish that dominance again like now you do it like sometimes it's like games are not as like physically demanding or like you don't have to but now you see people they have like rhythmic motions that's how you like memorize combos sometimes you go like do 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 you can hear people doing combos they have like claw methods stuff like that but yeah it all plays a part so looking at the beads knowing the traveling that's going on who has the best fighting game community now and why okay so i'm i'm a i'm a 
I'm a fan. I'm a hometown boy. I always go with, like to my St. Louis brethren. But as I grow, like as I expand, like I get to see these other cultures. I get to see these how other communities play, and like I still like I learn the best in my in my environment, honestly. But I feel like when I go to other countries, they have like the unity there. Like I just came back from Colombia, and these guys were. I wish I like I legit just posted a photo on my Twitter where it was like the people who we went to a house. They had a pet chinchilla. Uh, it was actually got like I'm in Colombia and Bogota. It was my my friends were like cutting potatoes in the back. Like it was sick, and it was like nothing but hospitable. Like and I met players from Peru for the first time. Like I was amazed. This is my first time seeing these players. So it's like I go to different countries to see these communities, and like I'm always impressed. I've been to the Philippines. Like I love the Philippines. I can't wait to go back. Like shout outs to like, my little bro Dojin. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of players there that I'm really close with because they play the same game. And even though we might not have the the exact same language, the barrier is there. But like video games, I can like sure. hit them up all the time. You sure. Know? Now regionally though, I mean everybody. Because the internet has kind of changed things. Okay, no. okay. Well, no, but I, well, it's a slightly different question. Is it different, you know, music in different regions? Uh, it's going to have its own feel, its own this. Right. You know, is it is it because everybody's sharing movesets and watching Twitch and, and, and getting the same combos? Do, do when you go to when you go to the Philippines, yeah. are they fighting a little different? Are they using different oh, yeah. characters there? Oh, there's definitely like there's definitely a region where if you different regions have different styles. Like mm -hmm. even down to the United States. Like if you take a game like Tekken, which is a 3D game. Like I'm from the Midwest. We have a very different style of Tekken that we play in the Midwest compared to the East Coast. And the East Coast plays different than we do as well as the West Coast. But if you go to the West Coast, they play differently than them. And if you go to the South, they play differently than all those people. It's little small things, little like nuanced things that if you play, you're like, they do this a lot more. They seem to duck a lot more. They can really break, break those. These guys' movement is really crazy. Like, those are the things you pick up. Like, it, it kind of like lets me get more. It, it opens my palate up because I see that and it's like you yeah. see these other people play and you're like, oh, that's what you can do. Not everybody grasp it at the same speed, but like, that's why it's so beautiful. Like, the expertise that's given when certain things are not there as compared to when other things in there, it's like that you get the. It's like you get a personality watching people play. So, I, is that only? I mean, obviously, with expertise comes the ability to observe nuance mm -hmm. within any given thing. Is that something that for the casual viewer, do you worry about? When you're calling a game, who are you calling it for? Is it does it depend on the stream, or is it for you every time you're calling it for someone who knows the nuance? Are you pointing things like that out? I, I I'm very much like an in like upper guy, right? Like I want you to know the the technique behind it, right? I want mm -hmm. you to know like, oh, well, you really want to do this. He wants to be in this, this area. This character can do this. But there are like commentators out there, like my partner, Sajam, he covers the super analytical part of it. He's like, this is plus this. That's actually like a, a ambiguous setup. You don't know which side to block. This is plus this. Like that's advantage, that's disadvantage. Like I'm going to tell you, I'm like, yo, you want to get in there and do this because he's a disadvantage. And he's going to be like, he's disadvantaged because of blah, 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 so-and-so. And if you look at it this way, it's blah, 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 right. blah. And it's like, when I commentate, I want every, I want you to sit there and be like, I want you to come in and be like oh man these guys are playing alpha 2 i actually play this a little bit with my friend steve and say well he told me this how can i apply this to understanding this so i want everybody mm -hmm. to be able to watch it like i've been on tbs talking about video games for like e-league and I'm, I'm like i do that because i want everybody to have fun doing it. i want people to understand that like playing games like this is it's it's not only fun it's like there's so much technique involved in it right. that like you have to respect it like you don't have to but you how do you, how do you not respect well, it's what's so, put into it's it it's so funny because look it's just it's it's history it's generational it's just a time game that respect is going to come i think on a broader level as kids and audiences they grow up knowing that button combos and how difficult they are to execute mm -hmm. you look at the respect that golf can get uh, yes. as a major industry, as a televised sport, as something, it was so much gravitas. And 
Yes, there's so much nuance. Yes. It's very difficult, damn near impossible to get the perfect golf swing. But if but, you don't know about it, you never played it, you're swinging a stick at a ball. Yeah, right. Yeah. What the fuck yeah. is that? That's See, not, there's nothing there. It, and so you look at someone playing at an Evo tournament, you go, what's he doing? He's pounding some buttons because you don't know. You don't understand all the nuance. Right, right. Like it's it's if you like there's a, a very different world. Like I said, it's very much a rabbit hole kind of like thought yeah. process. Like you see it like, oh man, they're just playing like Mortal Kombat 2. What's that? You know? Like my uncle's made me start being competitive because they would beat me up and it made me want to know more. So it's like, we we took video games, which I'm sure you're aware of, like, there's such a bigger thing now that when you go and now play them and you apply, it's like, you can teach people things about games that they never knew, just like I can teach you things and vice versa. But let's just say you wanted to get so involved into it, you wanted to know what's happening from my eyesight. You would be able to, to explain. I've seen you do it because I'm a fan of yours. You know how to talk to people about something that you're passionate about, especially video games. Yeah. And I'm used to them not being passionate about it. <laughs> I will keep talking <laughs> right? until they die or submit. So you're gonna, or they walk away. They're like, look, I got to go get something to eat, Kevin. But look, like, are you no, sure? No, I will follow can, you at that exactly, point. Exactly. I will you know? follow you and tell you why Toe Jam and Earl is still fucking underrated. It's, God damn it. You're right. Did you play it on the Genesis? Yeah, I met the creator when I did a TwitchCon and I didn't know it was him. Shout out to my man, Mark. Man. I literally walked. I did like a stage presentation for Tekken 7 yeah. at a, a PAX West. And we go backstage, and he's wearing. He didn't like, have someone behind him playing slap bass. I, bet, I, I mean, I would have known then. You know? Yeah. Oh, let's go. All right. That, that got me hyped. That got me kind of hyped. Don't be doing it. That was. Well, you, was uh, you, know, you know, I'll, I'll let you in on something real quick, if I may, if I may. By, by all means. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl, first level, you start out on that starting island. Mm -hmm. You can, if you go to like another level and get Pegasus wings or like the floaty, the giraffe floaty, you can go to the corners of that starting island. There's a little hidden zone. I don't know if you're aware of this. I'm, uh, go on. There's a I'm hidden intrigued. zone. Maybe Alex can uh, pull up uh, Toe Jam and Earl hidden yeah, zone. Up right now. There's a hot tub with some hula girls in it. I believe there's a guy serving lemonade or something from the game. He's what? in there with his, with his cart. This is on level zero. Now, this, right. is, this is fairly well, this is, I mean, fairly this, well known. This is fairly, this is fairly well known amongst, you, amongst you're Toe going Jam in. and Earl nerds. Now, that exists if you pick up like a Game Pro or if you look at a Game Facts. That world is there. But did you know that if you beat the game, spoiler, okay. you got, I don't know if you've ever beaten Toe Jam and Earl, there's a code that will get you one chip piece away and that's the way to do it. It's the way to do it. it it's a very difficult oh, game. Oh, let's go. Forever. But here you go. Okay, Toe Jam flapping his way the to the secret island. He's going to get there. On the ending of the game, Steve, you beat it. There's a hidden world at the ending screen. And nobody seems to know about that. But when you go back to Planet Funkatron, you can find a hidden island on the final game and you can breathe forever on Planet Funkatron so you can just go on out there and explore. And that is a little-known Toe Jam and Earl secret. And I just wanted what? to share that with you. That's just between you see, and I. But that's what I'm talking about, though. Like, the, you see what you just did? That's, that's, that's what I do at its core. You take yeah. the things that you love and they like say, hey, Kev, can you tell me about this? You're like... Actually, I can, and it's basically just. But that. I will say, you're one of maybe 13 people on the planet that actually wants to hear that piece of information. <laughs> like, <laughs> Man, look, you need to talk to my roommates. That's why they're fans. Of okay, yours. good, good. Tell Let them know. We have them know. nice cocktail parties. We'll pull the rugs out for you. I guarantee you, it'll have be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. If you're promising me the good, I will bring a rug to the party. By the rug way, rug party? Yeah, because normally it's like, what do you want to bring? A bottle of wine or this or the other? I was like, you know what? No, I'm bringing the rug for you. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna bring that rug. Got some nice finals to put on. Throw some video games on. It'll be a good time for everybody. So do you? when you think about the future of the fighting game community and thank you for trying Alex we didn't quite get to the secret world but it's it does okay. exist there's hula girls in a hot tub I promise you this you fall through level zero it brings you to I think level 99 I don't know what this is here we'll get rid of it um, 
when you think about the future of fighting games, and I like that you try to speak to a broader audience because I think it could be very mm -hmm. the, look. The barrier to entry is tough. It's tough in esports in general. Yes, because you're you're taking someone that maybe doesn't respect gaming right. as an art form or a skill. Mm -hmm. Then okay, maybe they they they'll acquiesce and they'll say okay, maybe there's some skill here. I'll watch. I'll watch. I have no idea what's happening right. on the screen. That happens right. with most games. True. But especially with fighting games, you get, oh, one person wants to beat the other person up. I understand that inherently. Simple. But the moment there's EX meters or dash canceling or tagging of the tournaments. Yeah. <laughs> or the, I, like when you said someone had a good defensive footsie thing. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I don't know if that's a fetish or if that's an in-game thing. But if you want to play footsies as good as someone else, you do that. That's fine. You guys meet up on Craigslist and go to your LAN parties. I just, do you see, it's, it can be confusing and off-putting. Yes. So do you worry about the game changing to be more accommodating? Do you worry about the presentation of it being a little more broad? Do you worry about the future in that mass adoption or do you just think whatever? So uh, there's there, like, there's always been this thing where it's like, you don't want it to, to kind of like conform to the, the esports because you want to have like, you want people to play, right? You want right. people to play. You want to have a, a bigger, broader like pool. But what if that means, you know, the game's super easy now? That's the scary part, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like for me, like I didn't take too well to Street Fighter 4 because I'm coming from playing like Third Strike, which is like a super complicated parry this way, parry at the right time, like instant, like one frame. Like I'm used to all this stuff and they're like, we're going to make it a little easier, but it's still going to have its own super technical base to it. So even though you might not like Street Fighter 3, you might find new life in Street Fighter 4. That's kind of what happened. Like all the, the next generation of players kind of were ushered in because of Street Fighter 4 and that mechanic rather than another mechanic. So like... There's they kind of had to kill their audience to grow it, right? Basically. It's it's it's, it's a, like a strategical move. It's like, well, we might, we can't appeal to the super technical with this game, but what if we like put it more in the middle where more people can get into it? But then you have other games like Tekken, which is a, a 3D game as opposed to a 2D game. Mm -hmm. A lot harder if you think about it, but there it has its own dedicated player base, a different set of tools needed to succeed in it. Say, well, I don't want to play Street Fighter. I don't want to play Tekken. What if I want to play Guilty Gear? It's a, a fast-paced anime game where you're dashing back and forth, lots of colors, lots of meter management. Mm -hmm. And, like, games are trying are, are going there. There's, there's, just like there's RPGs, there's action-adventure, there's, you know, like, the, there's all these subcategories and which gives you more versions of different Sure, you want to play Battle Royale as a core gameplay? Fine, there's 40 of them Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's stuff like that that kind of, Do you like, think they'll add Battle Royale to Street Fighter? Because it's going to happen. It has right? to happen. It's, gonna it's happen. only a matter <laughs> of time. Everybody's doing it. They're, they're working on it, right? Capcom's like, man, our secret's out. They know that we know <laughs> <laughs> that they like Battle Royale. <laughs> so, so you think, uh, so you want it to kind of stay unique, I offer wanna... different games for other people, but presentationally, do you, do you think that things are going to change to, to, to accept, for, to, to broaden it out for an audience that doesn't quite know? Will there be like noob streams? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it has to be now. There's like games, there are games that like appeal, I feel like it's no different than any kind of, you know, visual or audio appeal. You're going to see it, you're going to be like, huh, that's kind of cool. You might not, like Street Fighter might not resonate with you, but a game that's colorful like Guilty Gear where you're like air dashing and they have like this rock music playing that's all going to pull da 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 heaven or hell, that's rock. She like, when you see stuff like that like that draws a different audience you yeah. know just like the new dragon ball game that came out came out it didn't draw like the hardcore hardcore but if you know what dragon ball z is and they're like you get to play with goku and goku's son look there's goku again like you i'm like that i'm like <laughs> tell me more give me one more goku i want the kid goku cool give me good you're like it's 
that it's all there. So it's like that appeals to like a different audience of people. It has a different system that's kind of similar to, you know, a Marvel versus Capcom system. But everybody has enjoys it just the same. And that gives you access to the FGC, which, you know, might pull you into a different game. Right. You know, so it just it literally just it sucks you in because you're going to find somebody that one, you're already there to play video games. You know that you like video games, but you like fighting games. Well, it's all about what fighting game you play. Well, I can play that game, too. We're probably going to meet in the same place. It kind of like knocks off all the introductory berries are done. Mm -hmm. Because you have a common interest. So new Smash coming out this year. In there, I'm going to play that game. Yeah. Woo! I'm yeah. in there. I is that going to be uh, like what is is that going to be the game or is it still going to be it, is it, it Street Fighter? I'm assuming. So I don't. It's, like I said, this go like applies to a different scene, but the mm -hmm. the fighting game community overall is super excited about Smash. Right. I just came from uh, Evo. Actually, I did uh, a, Ulti a Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate. Uh, exhibition where they had fighting game players from different games play with experienced smash brothers players and, and i did a commentary for that with a uh, with uh, uh vicky kitty i think her name is uh forgive me for that if i, I don't know her twitter pro probably but uh we did we'll let it this out okay. you know i'll just put a big bleep over okay. it i mean it's cool <laughs> as long as you know she knows it was god like it was fun but yeah like though that game is the next big like thing like people are looking for i mean they got like soul Calibur about to come out too mm -hmm. and dead or alive is coming back but like there are games that a larger base plays everybody knows what smash brothers is sure and now like they're we're just waiting for the next character they just announced uh cruel uh king cruel from like uh, donkey Kong. Like, i'm like oh let's go like stuff like that like it's gonna be super excitable game like i can't wait to play it is it gonna boil down though to where like oh we've got 50 characters but people only play three yeah, well, no, no, I don't think so. But that's every game, right? Like, every game is going to turn into, like... They're going to figure out the meta and just exploit it? Yeah, it's yeah. no different than, like, chess. The thing is, is, like, it's, it's no different than chess, right? Because, like, what ends up happening is, is, like, it's the game's going to be as viable as long as it is. Like, you know the top strategies for chess, just like you know the top strategies for paper, rock, scissors. You know, you want to stay at rock sometimes. It's always going to boil down to a basic overall meta strategy. <laughs> I'm like, scissors OP! That's right, you know? <laughs> Fucking balance paper already! Fix That's what I want. Shit. Give me an update, update paper, rock, scissors. Give me paper, rock, oh, scissors, dude, they, too. They nerfed rock in the latest patch, man. If Please you try to throw it, you're milliseconds that. late. You'll get crushed. Yeah, man, the startup on rock activation is actually like three frames slower now. The startup on rock activation, bro. Scissors is only active for like 15. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. So, all right. So, yeah. Okay. So, maybe it'll boil down to four or six players. Doesn't matter. Or characters. Doesn't matter. The game, the community is excited for the yeah, game. Yeah, the community is going to play. Now, and this is part of my ignorance. And, and please enlighten me. I, I feel like there's been criticism of Nintendo and Smash in the past because they weren't sort of officially supporting right. the, the fighting game community. Right. Uh, is that changing? Or did the fighting game community they didn't even care now? They're like, look, we got this. We'll organize it. I, we'll have our tournament. I feel like it's definitely changing because, yeah. like, what well, ends up happening is what ends up happening is that like they see other people want it right they see that they might not like support like you know like melee like that because it's an older ip it's not really anything that they can do with it right but now they've they've introduced more people to it like even having somebody like me come and talk about that game that's something they didn't need to do but that shows that they're reaching out to other games audiences to try to get to pull them in and, and like good point even yeah. like the like switch where they had like you know, the new Pokemon, the Pokemon fighting game Pokemon, that was made by, like, the Bandai Namco because they're known for making fighting games. So, like, I know Harada worked on that game who makes the Tekken games. He's a fighting game player. He's a fighting game creator. He applied that system to Pokemon, and that's how it so exists. It's a real fighting game DNA oh, yeah. within that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, and, and as you're saying it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess they are warming up because even in the big Switch kind of commercial as they were announcing the, the 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 console and the launch. I mean, granted, it was more Splatoon, but they had this sort of eSports right. teams playing this That's thing. So like, hey, play this stuff competitively. And I do wonder, like, 
You talk about, uh, you know, ushering in new generations of player when the barrier to entry is, oh, I can play the full game on my Switch. I have it here. I'm playing it at home. Right. Now I'm going to be interested in maybe going to a tournament, having my, my friends or my parents bring me out to that thing. I wonder if that's going to be a watershed moment for the fighting game community, this new, this new smash on a system that is uh, in the hands of a lot of younger players. I, I think that, like, I feel like games like Smash Brothers, they kind of, they go for that audience, right? Just like Nintendo ushered in me, I'm not sure you, I'm, a, I'm like a Nintendo Sega Genesis baby, like Same. the end yep. of, like, Atari, like, that's where I'm at, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, when we played those games, it was like, it was Sonic 2, like, one of the greatest games ever for me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's one of the reasons I'm a big fan of Sonic. That's one of the reasons I care about, you know, but Mario is made to usher in that newer audience. And the fact that they have a game like Smash Brothers to come out means you're going to have something that resonates to people who might want to take it a little bit more seriously. So they say, I like Smash Brothers, but what's this game over here called Tekken 7? Let me check. Whoa, this is right. 3D. Like those, that's, like I said, it's the gateway thing. So it's like, I feel like Smash Brothers is a very good game to look at, to play in, to understand like the smaller aspects of a larger community. Right. Alex, can you update the stream title to just say uh, like a good pull quote, uh, something like Tasty Steve says, uh, the new Smash is a gateway drug. <laughs> um, and then put an ellipses and just say Nintendo's the dealer. Look, uh, yeah, I'll just hashtag facts. first one's free. Facts. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say right Tasty Steve drugs. <laughs> yeah, no, wait, oh, wait, yeah wait, let's wait. do that. That's, you know, that's good. That's wait, salacious. Wait, wait, wait. Or uh, let's do it more BuzzFeedy. Like, uh, you won't believe the drugs that Tasty Steve uh, gets from Nintendo. Everybody is going to be like, man, this yeah. Tasty Steve guy is all about drugs, huh? <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> We didn't know. He's out here peddling for Nintendo. Are, are, there, are there like amphetamine or Adderall scandals in the fighting game community? Because I, I know like know. with the MOBA kids, they're all hopped up on goofballs. I think I think that there was a thing where it was like rumblings of that. Is that a like, thing? I don't know. But like I, me personally, like I'm not like. You don't that, know what like, the pills were. Someone just handed you a bag. Look, you crushed they were it up. Skittles, and went man. Right <laughs> I'm a, I was tasting the rainbow playing video games. Damn it, you caught me. <laughs> Steve definitely just confirms drugs. Yes. <laughs> Steve, Steve confirmed drugs, drugs. Done. Confirmed. Oh man. But yeah, that's a. It's there it's were rumblings of like, hey, some guys are on. Because I want like that's in a like, game in a game that's all about fast twitch reflexes. You, you you get some some Adderall or amphetamines by any other name that might give you an edge. It also might make you sweat out every ounce of concentration that you have. I mean, look, I don't know what other people's things are. Be personally, I'm just a raw all in. Steve play video games until I have to pee or eat. That's. <laughs> It's, that's it. That's the only thing that stops you. Like, so man, maybe some adult diapers could give you the competitive advantage. You just let it flow. We're all going to get there eventually. Oh, but, you know. way sooner than you, man. I could tell. Tell you right I'm now. I welcome the you've diaper. Got, you've got nothing but energy, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just a tired dog waiting to be taken out behind. You've the You've done your time, you uh, soldier. I, I, I model myself after some of the things you do. I'm a big fan oh, of yours, by the way. That's kind of you to say, but be careful. with So that you don't. Talk. Do you remember meeting me? I'm being honest with you. I don't. No, no, I this is good. So look, yeah. so what ends up happening is I was, was going, I kind? Was I drunk? Oh, what you, was I? So, <laughs> so was speaking I? of Nintendo, you were doing GameStop Expo. Yeah. And it was here. And you were legit right Wait, across GameStop the hall. GameStop Expo here? I think it was here. And you were doing like a Nintendo. Maybe you mean like an Anaheim, maybe. Yes. It okay. was the a GameStop okay. Managers here. Expo. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was it, it was it was the Anaheim. Yeah, it was an Anaheim. Okay. Um I'm Well, because I was like, look, I I, I black out off. No, no, no. It's so... fine. It's fine. I okay. look like this. There's people that know that they've met me like five times now. And it's nothing personal. It's just literally like I meet so many people. Yeah. So take me back. Excellent. So what ends up happening is like I come out and they're like, uh, I'm working for Bad Dynamico at the time, like, cause I'm talking. To, I think they had like Tekken Seven out, but you, they was like, they had like this huge ball. I'm like, whose room is that? They're like, Yo, it's a Nintendo. Kevin Pereira's in there holding it down. And I look in and you got me like, Yeah. And I'm like, Man, that's Kevin Pereira. <laughs> I used to watch him on G4. That's sick. 
What? That guy was jumping in a pie with Olivia Munn? Was I need to see that guy. Was I directing traffic? I you, 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 I, you were up there. It was I, like mean, I, was I get animated when I, when I perform You're like that. You're a good hand talker. Like but I, I don't think hand. I've ever tapped my shoulder pads this much. You did a little of this? Oh, I probably did that. Yeah, right, I probably right. did a little and bit of And then you were like, and I was like, dang, this dude is in there killing it. I want to be like that guy. And you were rocking the Nintendo stage. So you came out. It was in the downtime. They gave us like an hour because we went and took a break. Uh -huh. And I was like, they were like, yo, Steve, man, we want to go get food. I'm like, hey, man, I just saw Kevin Pereira walk out of that door. And I want to see where he is. Like, I want to meet that guy, right? Like, so, and if you think I'm lying... I don't. I don't think you're lying. It's cool. by I any just, stretch. I, but are I, you? Is there? I have the photo. Oh no! And it's and it's it's so it's such a good I hope, photo. I hope I have pants. Because it's actually on my Instagram. Hey, that is us. <laughs> yeah, that I, is I, us. I had more facial hair. I was a little chubbier. I got but, if you can see. Yeah, yeah. I, it's. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Well, it's there. Go to go to tasty underscore Steve. Yes. Make sure you get that underscore, and there it is. Yeah, but I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna view your comments real quick. I'll, oh yeah, I gotta see what your friends said. Because they know I'm. A, they know I'm a game. We got guy. a woo. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> look, like I said, they know. They know that I like. I told my friends, I'm like, yo, dude, I met Kevin Pereira. I'm working in the same building where Kevin Pereira is. Yeah, little bro, we used to watch him. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> like that's what happened. Oh, but you were kind, very, but, very but, nice. But spoiler, the stage is yours next year. Oh yeah, no, I it's, doubt it. it's I yours. Doubt. You have it. It's, it's Can you do here. the hand movements? Can I just say like a quick? There we go. I'm 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 studying him all the time. I see his interviews. It really is. It's a kata that I perform. It's a delicate, it's a bullet dance. You know, if you could have six assassins unloading full clips on me and I'm deflecting them all and dodging them perfectly, it's, it's when I get into my trance. When they do un uh, one, two, switch Macarena, you're going to be killing it. Right? I gotta, I gotta get my, my motor movements together. Uh, I want to, if I may do a shout out, there have been many uh, on, this, on this, I want to shout out the folks on the YouTube chat, uh, on our Discord, and that are hanging out on Twitter. Some people have been firing questions okay. uh, for you, but I want, this will make the official uh, a submission for questions, okay. Alex. I don't know if you're, uh, if you can. Oh, I pulled on that. some. I got questions. Oh, you got some questions. I already got them. Because we can transition to that. But outside of the fighting game stuff, what are you, what are you playing now? Here's, I, I, I was raised on video games. I was yes. raised on the internet and bulletin boards. Mm -hmm. I, I fancy myself a lover and defender uh, of games in the gaming community. I don't like some of the trends that I'm seeing right now uh, from certain top streamers. I don't like some of the trends that I'm seeing from some game designers, mm -hmm. some of the microtransactions, All the pre-order stuff. stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, uh. I, but, you know, but in, the, in that sea of garbage, there's still plenty of silver lining. There's yeah. still plenty of wonderful stuff. I was saying the other day, and this is my concern, Steve, is that I, I, there's a large portion of me that has identified as a gamer mm -hmm. for most of my life. Yes. And now I find myself not really gaming all that much anymore. Haven't mm. touched the new Spider-Man game. Ooh, Saw great things. I touched it. Saw Ooh, great I things. touched it. Yeah. I had to stop myself oh. because I'm like, the, the thing about working in video games now is that you don't have as much time to play video games. The, right. I'm like, to when I tell you I have games wrapped in plastic, I'm like, Horizon. Oh, God. When I get some time, girl, me and you, me and you, some personal time. And then I'm like, <laughs> Resident Evil 7 is right there. I still haven't beat Metal Gear Solid 5. I'm playing two games. I'm playing like four games at once. I'm playing Batman Arkham Knight. That's how far back it goes. I'm also playing God of War. Jesus, that game oh, is ridiculous. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, man. That one, that one got me. I beat that one. That was See, the last one I beat. Um, I'm playing Breath of the Wild. And then mm -hmm. after that, and I have games on each system that I have to start right after it. So it's like, I definitely get to the point now of like where I'm working is like you have to have your alone time. Like my alone time now is literally like lighting incense, like playing music and like 
catching up on video games and comics and do anime. You, do you schedule it? Are you very uh, methodical I, about getting your game time? Or is it when you can get it in, you get it in? It's Sometimes it's that way. But like now I got like a laptop. I take it with me everywhere. And I'm just like, look, I got to. Like I have to get. Sometimes like people are talking to me like, yo, man, you want to go and look at this building? I'm like, I just want to play video games. <laughs> All Let this me free. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, have you seen the building? With you gotta the, blah, see blah, blah, the blah. fiberglass in the lobby is incredible. <laughs> They're like, have you seen the the floor down there? The floor down there looks amazing. And they had like this marble. I'm like, please. No, Steve, the rugs, man. You gotta come see these rugs. I was like, you know what? Give me a second. I'm gonna go put on my shoes or actually leave them in the room. I'm gonna be on my way down. Like that's <laughs> good rugs. Call me out of my hole. I'm just talking. So, right so, so the professional side. You know, 16 year old. Uh, Tasty might be looking at you now going like, dude, you have all these games. You have all these games and I'd be marathoning them. Oh, but, the, but the reality of it is that this is, it's your career now. It's got to be professional. That's going to take a little precedent. That's true. That's definitely true. I mean, like, I, I feel like it's gonna, I was going to do it no matter what, right? I used to get in trouble for, like, reading video game magazines. Like, I used to get, I've gotten suspension and my mom has yelled at me. My dad has scolded me. It has all been there. Wait, so, like in trouble in school? Yeah. you whipping out a game informer or something? Uh, EGM. I, I, yeah. I sub subscribe to, like, EGM magazine, like, because my grandma knew I loved games that much. So, like, when I got my name in EGM magazine for, like, Street Fighter Alpha 3, like, how to fight, like, Shin Akuma, it's there. That's me, Steve Scott, St. Louis, Missouri. I did that, you know? like Wait, what was the article? Trick. What was it? It was how to fight uh, uh, Shin Akuma in world tour mode of Street Fighter Alpha 3 that came out for PlayStation. Now, and you just, did they, did, now was this a, a work for hire or you just, no, no it's like, I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna you do know, your readers a favor, I'm gonna send you guys the note. So you know how they used to submit codes to EGM? Sure. And like in that tips and tricks section, not the tips and tricks magazine, which yeah. I also read, because they had like video game, they had like tournaments for the players out in other places in the world where like Justin Wong and Ricky Ortiz and all those players. But it was in there as like Street Fighter Alpha 3 come out. And if you want to learn how to fight Shin Akuma, Steve Scott from St. Louis, Missouri, says all you got to do is hold L2 at this screen. Like it was one of those things. So yeah, that I used to get in trouble for having that kind of information. Do you still have the article? At my mom's house, okay. if she didn't throw the EGM away, mom, awkward silence. I can do this now because oh, I'm, I'm trying to stare daggers. I just yeah. I don't know your. I'm sure your mother's lovely, and yeah, she put up with you lying to her oh, a lot about oh, where you yeah. were gonna go, oh, even yeah. though it was for for good purpose. But just did she throw it away? I don't know. We're gonna find out, aren't we, mom? Know. Text me, mom. My phone's right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to. If you have like five more minutes, I don't want to no, monopolize hey, your day. Hey, I'm, I'm at your leisure. Sir. I would love some A's for the cues that were thrown your way from our chat, Alex. You've got them. Yeah, this one comes from PDX Gooner. What is the purest older fighting game? Street Fighter, Tekken, Soul Calibur, Mortal Kombat. Purest. Purest. I'm gonna go with uh, the purest for well, me because uh, now it's not Mortal Kombat. It's, it's not. Mortal Kombat, cute, fun. Oh, you, you ripped the spine out. That's great. It's bloody. But from a fighting game standpoint, that shouldn't be in that list, right? Well, no, that's not true. Well, look, I'm going to tell Please, you. Please, correct me. So my the one of the games that made me want to go deeper is Mortal Kombat 2. It wasn't Mortal Kombat. It was oh, Mortal Kombat two. 1. Okay. Right? And like, you was, they was like, yeah, man, they got fatalities. And I, I didn't really care about the gore. Like, that didn't bother me. But the fact that they had special moves, it's like, yo, you got the green flame with Johnny Cage, the, Johnny Cage, the nut punch. Like, those are the things that got me. So when my uncle, my uncle Chad destroyed me in Mortal Kombat, and he legit, the first thing he did in the original Mortal Kombat, because that's when I turned it on, he threw me and then he ripped off my head with Sub-Zero. And I'm like, how did you do that? You threw me and then you ripped off my head? My Uncle Chad is a real person. I swear to God, I have to remind him that that's one of the reasons I care about fighting games, right? <laughs> so Mortal Kombat 2 came out and that's when I was like, well, I'm going to throw you and rip off your head. I did like okay. the multiple head knockoff with Johnny Cage. I was like, yeah, you, did you know about that? He was like, I did. But that was cool. Now, now I, I'll give you that. You know, So it's like... I feel like it's all about what you were exposed to. You can get different 
forms of fundamental knowledge of about fighting games from all those titles. Mine, sure. Yeah, that's my, true. They do have the basics. Yeah. You know, so my introduction to the more technical aspect wasn't Street Fighter. It wasn't like Tekken. It was actually Mortal Kombat. But is that the purest fighting game? I would say if you if I would say purest, I, mean, two, I would say maybe, Street but Fighter. there were there were barely combos in one. There, I mean, you're right. No, you're right. But but like the fact that you had the the positioning, it wasn't even just the fact okay. that you didn't have combos. Like the knowing where you can be at a safe space to do something. You think about it when yeah. you first played Mortal Kombat. Like, I would get it caught wasn't, by every basic leg sweep ever because I'm like I clearly I've got an, I've, I've clo I'm far enough away and it was like no those are real long legs every sweep will knock you down so okay you know, you know, and I, mean, I went to the arcade and someone was a, a Liu Kang I think and they were just spamming the the fireball, the fireball whoa, from across whoa, the screen whoa, whoa. And I was like I can't get over it and I'm sure they patched it but not at the fucking bowling alley near me the hard <laughs> Bowl. I was so pissed. Not in my laundromat. I got spammed. I was still getting beat up, man. Oh, I'm still sour about that. It what happens. about you? Ever play Time Killers? Time Killers. That was on. It was where you can like. It was. I, I know it was on arcade. I know they did release some. It was, console it was ports. on PlayStation, right? They did release some console ports. Yeah, where you could like cut off limbs. It was really bad. I think. I think I know what you're talking what about. about time Power Stone. Yeah. Can we? You Capcom. must know somebody at Capcom, Please. right? I know a lot of people at Capcom. Do you know De Deborah Capcom? <laughs> Deborah Capcom. Come on, Deborah. Come on, Deb. Debbie. Debs. Debster, Deberoni. <laughs> Deberoni. <laughs> Give us a sweet Power Stone, Deb. Or, I mean, it, we got this sick switch that I carry with me even right now that if you put it on there, people, I would definitely spend money to play, talk Today. about. Right Today. Right now. Text me. Somebody from Capcom. Plenty of people from Capcom got it, my damn number. The balancing was a little off, and some of the stages were a little crazy, but it was... This was magical. This, this game was ahead of its time. Yes. Like, this is the first Battle Royale game. People yes. don't understand. They don't know this. They're like, yo, I love a Fortniter. And I'm yeah. like, well, let me tell you a little bit about Power Stone, sonny. Yeah. I got the gauntlet in the game, and now I can kill Ninja with the buildings. Try getting in a goddamn turret before the airship blows up. <laughs> then you're going to be skydiving and fighting someone to get a parasol so you can stick the see, landing. Look, 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 at, look, at your, look, at, ah! look at your body. You see this? All That's 73 pounds of me are flexing as hard as humanly possible. That's what I'm talking about. That's what that's what it does. Like and this game did for me. This game this game did for me. Why won't they why haven't they? Why? I, know, I think I, look look I think Capcom is getting back on the ball now. Please. I played Devil May Cry. That new Devil May Cry. Is it good? Oh, I played it at GameStop Expo cuz I did it again. Yeah. I played the first level. Oh my god. Thank you Capcom. Resident Evil 2. Oh my god. <laughs> Can we talk about it? Wait, yes we can. Devil May Cry. What like I, I remember the original one. I uh -huh. I didn't really fuck with two and beyond. Uh -huh. Would sell me on it. Why? So, okay. So first off, I think that this, this is my little spiel, right? Devil May Cry is one of the initial 3D uh action adventure games on PlayStation 2. It's yeah. Devil May Cry, right? And the fact that they gave you this arcade style shoot 'em up you're juggling enemies with pistols. Right, like get combos. It's sick, right? Yeah. Like you don't like to get that action movie Nicolas Cage slow motion Matrix game feel. There was no form of media that gave you the control first. It was Devil May Cry. Mm -hmm. And like think about it. That was a PlayStation 2. We're on PlayStation 4, possibly 5. I read the articles. I know that like if People, there's a lot of people. Shot across the bow oh, at, yeah. oh, at non-readers yeah. or at Sony insiders? Right, what whatever this bar is, I want Sony. <laughs> okay. Boom, yeah. right there. He and, reads the articles. <laughs> um, but uh, either way, it's one of those things where, like, you think a game can't be done that well again, right? You see, mm. like, action adventure. You see, like, I'm never going to get to play Tomb Raider again in all its glory, and then they come out with Uncharted and, like, Jaws on the floor. Right. It's the original. Like, let's just say Tomb Raider came back. I mean, it did, but it came back, but it was still Uncharted, right? If you swap out, you know, Lara Croft for, you know, my boy Nathan oh, Drake. they looked just, at the design docs, and they were like, can we do just a copy-paste, but then uh, we get Lara in we're there? We're going to give you the bells and whistles. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, those things, that's the same thing with Devil May Cry, but this is the original, and it's made by the original producer. 
and now you're like you play these games you're like there's been a lot of bad conversions sure. to newer generational gaming Devil May Cry was one of the last, you know, pillars that people wanted. I mean, they had Special Edition, which was Devil May Cry 3 that came out. Devil May Cry 4 came out. Mm -hmm. And you worry if it wasn't going to be the same game. And it's amazing. Because my worry with it was, you know, amazing. when I, I, I watched some of the video and I was like, okay. I just thought, and please, it sounds like you're correcting me because I am wrong. It just seemed like, oh, we're going to take... Sometimes when you're uh, stuck in a franchise, you have that name, you borrow mechanics that have evolved, yep. that have died out, that yep. games have come along and have improved upon that. But it sounds like this wasn't clunky controls oh, or no. bad camera oh, or anything no. else. And I got two posters. That's how much I was in love with it. I, like, <laughs> when I tell you, like, I played this game and I was just like, I go in, I'm like, this is not going to be as cool as playing Devil May Cry 4. It's not going to happen. And then I was like... Damn, I'm buying this game. Do they want me to talk about this game? I will definitely. Talk about it. <laughs> like, I, like that's how I know. Like, that's how I know I care because if they say, "Hey, you want to talk about it?" I'm like, "You damn right, I want to talk about it." Give me a microphone. Like, if you, it's the epitome like action adventure. Like, it's the PlayStation Two era game that stayed the same. It kept its original IP. It's still Devil May, Devil May Cry. It continues the story and it it gives you back. Devil May Cry. It's it's fair. I can't wait to play it. It was not entire. anywhere near my radar, but it has now become a blip. Actually, I want you to let me know. Let me know. The I will. minute you play it, once you get the chance, let me know. In 2024, you're going to get a text <laughs> message from me going like, listen, I made time. By the way, this is Kevin. No, Pereira. No, I was, I used to be, no, I stood next to her. I don't have her number. Steve, I just, thank you. Devil May Cry is good. And that's it. <laughs> that's what would happen. Yeah, that's exactly how it went. No. That's exactly how it went. Another cue, Sir Alex. Yeah, this one is uh, for me. Uh, not oh, that we, I'm just cutting off other people's okay. questions. I, I was know like, they... I know there were other questions <laughs> in there, but yeah, why not? Why does there seem to be a divide between the rest of the fighting game community and then Smash? It's not huge, but there is like a divide of people who, who and I know you're not one of them. You you are a broad spectrum, but there are people who stick to the, to the Tekkens and the Street Fighters, and then there's a whole Smash thing that doesn't seem yeah. to be the same group of people. Why is there that divide, not between other games, but between You're Smash? right, yeah, camaraderie uh, amongst uh, a handful of fighting games, and then there's there's sort of a dividing line. It's like, for some, it's Smash or GTFO, and then others are happy to GTFO and go play right. any number of games. Right, well, I think it's more of, it's no different than anybody else's like personal like, right? Like, I, I consider the different fighting games, just to, to have an analogy to attach to it, is a different sport. You got your MLB, you got your NFL, you got your, M like, all those different things, right? And mm -hmm. I feel like Smash, um, first off, it's its very own organic thing not only is smash is its own organic thing it's still a fighting game at its core uh people are going to call it, a, call it a party game or a casual game and it doesn't matter it's still a fighting game in my in my eyes but what happens is you get these people that are so attached to football that you try to tell them to watch baseball and i'm like oh that's whack sure i mean they got a ball you got me there and i'm a fan of the bat but why are they standing there the entire time and i feel like that's what kinds of happens right and and, and with that if you ha develop an expertise for anything whether it be you know golf or hockey or boxing you're going to have a certain air about yourself going into it right sure. so you're going to say that your game is the best and going to another game is a lot harder especially considering each smash brothers game has been kind of significant different they have different things that can be applied or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be and I feel like people just say that like they feel one game is better just like they feel one sports player is better well I think right. Michael Jordan is the greatest greatest of all time it's no different than that well but I think the distinction that, that Alex was getting at and I and I again from the outside looking in on mm -hmm. the fighting game community I, I tangentially agree is that 
you might have someone like, look, football's the best sport ever, but maybe I'll do a fantasy league on, right. on basketball, maybe whatever. They treat Smash like it's fucking high lie, <laughs> like it's curling. You know, they're like, listen, yeah, Guilty Gear's the best, but I, I could watch a Street Fighter match, but you take your fucking Smash Brothers out <laughs> to the parking lot. you in the backyard yeah, like you, it's supposed to be. You throw that in the dumpster and you set it on fire, and then it, that, is, I think, is sort of interesting. Well, I mean, like... Like I said, that's not the case for me. And like, I think it's weird because I definitely have these conversations a lot. People are like, yo, man, why, what is up with like, and it's always both sides. It's like either the people from Smash are like, yo, why does nobody like us? And then the other guy's like, so you really, like, you like those Smash Brothers guys? They smell weird. Right? And I'm like, dude, look, first off, look, I think you're paying too much attention to what somebody smells like, yeah. uh, one. But two, uh, it's still just it's just a game. I, me, personally, I'm one of those people, I'm like, games, huh? You play what game? I don't know about it. Tell me more. But there are people who are just like, huh, you like Smash Brothers? Ew, gross. Have you played Street Fighter? And, like, right. it very much becomes, like, it's, remember the old hipster debate? That guy's a hipster? It's, it's definitely just one. Yeah. It's no different. Oh, wait. You, you don't like your cold, your cold brew coffee nitrous chilled? Oh, we can't talk. Oh, you what? You take your vinyls and get to that side of the right. street. It's, it's like, hey, how about you? You both are kind of into, like, a thing. Right. Celebrate Just it. talk about just it. Just celebrate that, that, That's the biggest draw. I've met my best friends in the world. We don't have everything in common, but I still have no problem saying that, like, there are people that just take it a lot more seriously than most. And sometimes it's not more competition. It's more of an ego thing. And, and that goes with anything in the world. Sure. Uh, you, uh, Alex, if there's more questions, great. Otherwise, I want to get to, because we're now at 225. Are you good on time? I'm, I'm, uh, like, I'm monopolizing. Uh, no. Let me see. Um, we should be. We, we, we're, we're doing Let's wrap it. We're going to wrap it up. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot. I okay. didn't ask you for permission for this, That's and cool. I apologize. It's okay. Uh, but I'm still going to do it. That's all right. You're a pro. Yes. You... you, you do commentary for a living? Yes. People seek seek out your streams for your commentary? Yes. And I'd like to see you render it in real time because I refuse to believe. Ugh. I refuse to believe you can watch a game and pull out frame-perfect analysis time and time again. I think it's scripted. I think it's all really? fake. I think all this Evo shit is like WWE. I think what? you know exactly who's going to win. You know who was there, who mm -hmm. was there in person, who actually did this commentary, right? No. Adam Sessler. He worked at Evo. Oh, well, now I know it's fake. Adam's <laughs> never played a video game in his life. He had a whole team of writers. There was a lot of talking yeah. about in that. In fact, Sessler, half the time, it was mostly a cardboard cutout sitting next to Morgan Webb. Son of a... I'm sorry. I hate the to The studio secrets revealed. I'm, Clip it. Somebody digital uh, scissors that and send it to me. I need it. I need it. Use those digital scissors. This interview is over. I'm just kidding. I'm just Alex, give, give, we'll just do a couple quick clips and then we'll send you on your way because <laughs> you've been very generous with your time. Can we I come actually, up the main monitor or no? I can. I actually I made a uh, an intro during the... Oh. Got while switching. It. Oh, great. That's why there was a lack of dynamism with the shots. Let's you want to see it? No, give it to him. All right. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Woo! Again, some of the transparencies didn't really... What are you talking about? That was fantastic. It didn't really work well, out. Well, moving good. picture. In yeah, I would next time, let's, we'll ride the volume levels on the graphics. But other than that, you know you know what? If you're wearing headphones, rest in peace. You got to make a presence. You got to, you gotta, you know, say you're here. So what was it? Fight class? What the hell was it? Uh, it's a... Uh, Tasty Steve's cast class? Cast class. Okay. Cast class. Cool. All right. Cool. Okay, so, so let's uh, start. I got this uh, Street Fighter Five game here. No, nothing of importance, but it is uh, it is a Street Fighter game. Okay. Yes. Okay, this is definitely an online match. Are we so, ready? So, you, so we haven't even hit play. Already, no. I can see you're breaking down the frame. Oh, yeah, this is awesome. What's, what's happening here? Okay, so this is definitely an online match, and they're actually mm -hmm. pretty good. Uh, it looks like... Ultra. Wait, you said they're pretty good. Yeah, there's I can two tell characters by the rank. standing on a screen. Yeah, I can tell by the rank. You see those ranks up there? They yeah, got these that's numbers. A, that's a lot of numbers. Exactly, and even still, the rank lets me know that one, there's a lot of Street Fighter players, and of the number of those Street Fighter players, they rank at this. So this guy's ranked eighty thousand two hundred fourteen. Yep. Okay, versus a guy who's ninety six thousand. But there are a hundred thousand Street Fighter players in the world. I mean, I mean, I'm guessing what's registered on this case, you know. So that's a good number. That's a really good. Okay, number. let's okay. see it. Let's I'm see it. 
try to play this game. Alright, run Oh wow, this oh, is Maximilian. I know exactly who that is. Oh nice. So what he did there was that Graham. He's a very neutral heavy character, right? He uses those Graham. The like guy with the PUBG pot on his head? Yes. See, these are the same characters, right? So, they, well, okay. And what they do is they can change from young to old and they get access to different moves. So as you can see, right now, this is old man Zeku, gets the knockdown. Makes him try to hold that to, so he can't move around as much. And now you just see like a lot of mobility coming back and forth. Big jump in right there. So young Zeku right here is with the suit on. Yeah, I see that. He gets jumped in. Going to spin a little so EX bar. So he can shift young old like Nick Cage. Right, exactly. So now he's back to young mode. Gets the sweep. He activates his V-trigger. That's going to give him access to a custom combo. A lot of damage. Nice anti-air. And does young, young versus old have different movesets, different yes. fighting styles? So what ends up happening is young Zeku yeah. has a lot more neutral control. He can lock you down on the ground a lot more. Whereas old man Zeku, you can't jump in on him. He has a DP, a, a clean anti-air move, really good for the mix-ups because of his... Um, because of the fact that he can flip, lock you down, what you see right there. I caught the DP reference, and I like that. And Alex, stop the clip. It's very clear. It's very clear. Steve knows what the fuck is going on. He can break it down. That's pro. Let's 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 give him another clip, though. Let's give him another clip. Because Street Fighter, that's your thing. Yeah. You understand the game. Yes. You know the character. You had a yes. deep knowledge. Oh, I think yeah. You probably know his backstory. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hit play, Alex. Let's see what we got here. Now, I... Oh! Oh, yo, okay, she is a I tank. Did you see the footies right there? Obviously, she has a lot more HP than the girl that she got to first. So if you want to compare how much life, how much damage can yeah. be taken by one, obviously the more sturdy individual is uh, in control. Now, right is now. that a Zangief-style grappler? That is definitely a Zangief-style grappler. As you can see, the, the gravitational pull. Now, pause it, pause it, Alex. Hold on, because it's hard to hear. Now, I noticed multiple challengers in this arena. Is this right. like a, a tag tournament sort of this thing? Is is this is definitely a tag tournament situation right now. And obviously, she needs to tag out because her life is dangerously low. <laughs> she's going to lose the round. She's uh, she's going to lose the What's round. What's happening here, Alex? Go ahead and hit play. Okay. Okay, nice. Now, now you see the tag. Oh, oh God, that was okay. definitely a tag out. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than a wow, tag wow, out. Wow, so There's now a the full patty out. Like I said before. Okay. Single attack. Oh, activate the double. The super <laughs> move. Oh, snap. The tag out again. She really needs to tag out. Use your meter. Use your meter. Okay, stop the clip. Stop the clip. <laughs> okay. All right, that was, wow. Yeah. We just were one power bar away from this being the new Power Stone, I think, the way they were using the environment. Last clip, Tasty, because I know we've, we've monopolized your time. You've been very, very friendly. Oh, Alex, what is this clip? Oh, <laughs> uh, this is a lightsaber battle, so great. it's a bit of weapon play. It's like Soul Calibur. Okay, great. Okay. okay. So, yeah, so, right. so when we when weapons <laughs> enter well, the- boy obviously has no armor. So first off, he came in because he has a lot no of HP. No armor? No armor at all. This is default <laughs> creation style character. I can tell because I can see his navel. Not too much uh, with, with the sword, but all right. All right, nice. Nice neutral right now. He's mm -hmm. waiting his turn. Now, in a 3D fighting game, it's all about you. Sometimes you have to use the mm -hmm. axis play yeah, to your advantage, right? The like, background. Yeah. This is obviously an eight way movement game. <laughs> Doing a little smack talk right now. Nice taunt right yeah, there. Good taunt. Now, does that make your attacks more powerful when you taunt in the game? Well, it just depends. Now you get meter in this case. That's why you okay. see him being a lot more active, spending his meter, which would be his energy. Uh -huh. The more sturdy. Those custom individual. combos, like with the V trigger. See, that's what you're talking not, about. Yeah. see now you're getting, I'm getting it. it. Okay, nice. I love the cats in the background. Yo, the cats getting hype. Okay, using environmental damage. Watch out. Oh! You see oh, how I saw that? Environmental, environmental damage. damage! This is more like injustice right it. now. Yes. KO. And that's what happens when you don't wear armor. <laughs> that's why you put on more armor before you come outside. See, that was... That's that's that. Those are all rookie moves. You know, you might have a lot of HP, but you got to be aware of the environment. You can't be on the top of the mountain with, you know, low HP, because if you fall, it's done, baby. Anyways. Tasty Steve hey, Scott, hey. the best in the GD business. Yeah. Thank you for coming by and enlightening us on the fighting game community. Thank you for putting up with me and my ignorant questions. It was an honor. Thank you for breaking down all of that madness. Uh, I hope that, I, that our next run-in isn't at an expo a year and a half later. I want 
to see the good rugs. Hey. I want to tap dance upon them. I want to bring some rugs of my own. Hey, I want let, let's good guest because good there's guest. nobody in this world that appreciates Power Stone. There's just it's and I, I, you might run with a community that does. I want to meet them because we need to organize their voices to get. Just get it ported into the Switch, you're right. I, I, right now, that's the baby I don't Look, I don't work for you guys, but if I did, I'd be like, why have we not done this yet? And maybe, possibly, a new Power Stone. I mean, thank you. what's wrong with that? Steve, if people want to follow you on the social, if they want to get involved, if they want to throw a like, a subscribe, if they want to comment, if they mm -hmm. want to retweet, if they just want to feel the essence and uh -huh. the power, how do they seek you out in this world? At Tasty underscore Steve on all major individuals. Twitch.tv slash Tasty Steve. That's me, Tasty underscore Steve. Yep, that's Steve. At Tasty underscore Steve. Anything Tasty Steve should be me. And uh, I just appreciate the love, man. Thank you. I'm a, like, real talk, I want to know. I want you to know that, like, the way that I operate is very much, I, I, I model myself after things that you've done. So I really do appreciate what you do for the business. Well, thank you. I'm a huge fan of what you do. I'm a fan of that man back there. Uh, but I really do appreciate what you've done for the not just you know fighting game community because like if there's none there's still the community of gaming and I have a lot of I have a deep found respect for you that's why wow. I took a picture with you. Well, th <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I uh, sincerely that's that's very kind of you to say and I will uh, and, and not to just whip up the smoke machine and blow it directly up your asshole. <laughs> but I will as I said earlier you uh, have a such a positive energy very inclusive. Uh, I could tell by the way that the, the chat with wasn't uh, pitchforks and and torches <laughs> thank you. and trolls. Especially when talking about something like fighting games, which, you know, in, in, as you said, like, we tend to get, even the Smash versus the Guilty Gear guys, yeah. there's this unnecessary segregation that exists across the board. I love that you're so welcoming to fighting games, fighting games in general, but you're just such a wonderful ambassador to gaming. <laughs> thank um, you. Thank you for doing what you do, and thank you for being so generous with your time here. I'm going to let no you get back to the rest of your world. Hey, it's thank always you, a pleasure. Thank you for talking to me. I appreciate it, and we'll see each other soon. Pointless community, it is great to be back in your ear and or eyes holes. I don't I know how those work. I, I don't know how you absorb things, but thank you uh, so much for making this a part of your day. Uh, feel free to do whatever it is you do that uh, helps raise awareness for this thing. That could be a five-star review on your favorite podcasting mm -hmm. app. That could just be shouting about it into the wind that is social media. Add to the noise and the chaos. Go ahead. Uh, and if you want to support this thing, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash pointlesspod. None of those dollars come to me. We always give them away every month to a charity that the community gets to decide. That's uh, dope. And that is, yeah, yeah. I, we're trying. That's and dope. I'm trying. That's dope. I'm trying. Uh, so help us go broke. Uh, but if you want to contribute, uh, there's going to be some exclusive stuff there, maybe some exclusive podcasts, early access. I don't know exactly what yet. It's still all very new. But go to patreon.com slash pointlesspod to check it out. In the meantime, I'll see you all on Discord. Kisses, hugs, and belly rubs. Goodbye, everyone. Shout out to Steve Scott for coming by. Thank you again, Tasty Steve, for making the time. And a thousand thanks to all of you for the continued support. I could not be doing this without all of you. Would not be in a position to be doing this without all of you. So thank you. That is not lost on me. And uh, it might get tiresome to hear me say it cast after cast. But it's, it's how I feel. So... S sorry, not sorry, I guess. Is that thing? That's a thing people still say, right? Uh, it's not trending anytime soon, but it's a thing. It's not completely dead. It's not, it hasn't reached full dab fleek status, I don't think. Thank you all. Patreon.com slash PointlessPod if you want to throw some dollars this way, or you can just go over there and get the information on how to chat with us. We hang out on a Discord. That is free as well. So come on over, throw some dank memes around. Let's play some games of Overwatch or Call of Duty. We're out there, people. And let me know you're out there at attack on Twitter or at Kevper on Instagram. In the meantime, kisses, hugs, and belly rubs. You're golden, babies. <laughs>